We're grateful tonight that you've joined us. Pastor Felton Sessoms is our guest tonight, pastor of First Baptist Church, Cape Charles. Pastor Sessoms, thank you for being here with us tonight. Thank you, Pastor Bunting. Um, We're going to talk tonight about COVID-19 and the effects on the elderly. Pastor Sessoms, along with myself, uh, pastors, churches that have a large number of seasoned saints. And so, Pastor Sessoms, tell us briefly, uh, how have you been connecting to your seniors, to your congregation um, during COVID-19? It, it has been somewhat stressful, moderator bunting, but yet at the same time, it has been fruitful, has been rewarding. Um, I, I realized a long time ago, individuals don't care how much you know until they know that you care. So you have to let our seniors especially uh, know that they are loved and that you have their uh, interests at heart and do all that you can to make sure their needs are met, especially during this pandemic season. So we, we, we are active. Uh, we do all that we can to assure them uh, that their needs will be met by the church and, and other entities. Uh, but, but it has been rewarding and it has been fruitful and we continue to do ministry. Have you had a hard time getting your seniors adjusted because you're doing, oh, we're doing outside worship here at Ebenezer and online, but you're just doing the online piece. Have you had a hard time getting them acclimated to getting online? Or It, it has been somewhat of a disconnect. Uh, unfortunately, most of our seniors are not tech, technologically astute. Uh, some of them have difficulties using the various media, Zoom, Facebook, Skype, whatever. But we, we, we attempt to uh, make sure that they are integral part of the worship service, even though it's virtual. Uh, we even have some members who will call members who uh, are not privy to Facebook and share with them by phone, via phone. So it, it's, it's a collective effort, and we thank God for all of the good people at First Baptist Church. But, uh, and also daily, uh, I attempt to send out messages uh, by way of iMessage to uh, inform them or, or uh, daily activities or news or or even a prayer, a meme, whatever, something just, just to engage them. Because oftentimes our seniors feel isolated and disconnected. And this season, especially because from what we're gathering from the data, our seasoned saints, our seniors, our elderly are the ones that are most susceptible to COVID-19, which yes. requires them to stay in most of the time. That is correct. And so it has been a journey, even for me, making certain that our seniors are in their cars or the ones that are at home are still able to feel the love from their church. Yes. And, and it has been strenuous. Yes. It has been uh, sometimes almost hard, but we need to do it. We do it. We continue to do it because we love them and they are an integral part of our, of our congregations. They are, definitely. Yeah. Um, what what do you think we could have done before COVID-19 hit? Uh, because I'm going to be honest, Felt, I have not prepared my congregation. We were not prepared at Ebenezer Church for COVID-19. We were not prepared for a pandemic um, of any proportion. So what do you think we could have done, in hindsight, if you will, to have helped better prepare our congregations to survive this better. First Baptist Church was not prepared either. 
uh, again, technologically, we, we knew we had limitations. So I always try to work within those uh, constraints. Um, I've been praying and continue to pray that God will send along some person like Dominic White that would assist us uh, with our media presentations. What have you. Dominic. <laughs> but 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 it has it has been challenging. We we were not prepared, but we're trying to do the best uh, that we can with what we have. Um, ministry is, is dynamic and, and it's progressive and, and it changes daily. So you have to adapt to make sure that uh, the word goes forward, a ministry goes forward, and you use whatever vessels, whatever entities that might be available that, that you um, make sure that God's people are taken care of. So no, no, we were, we were not prepared. But I look at this, 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 this pandemic as uh, God's way of preparing us. Uh, we're, we're somewhat in the holding pattern now. We're waiting. We're waiting for God to, to uh, uh, remedy the situation that we're in, to, to, to alleviate the, the, the uncertainty and the panic and the fear and the anxiety. But while we're waiting, we, we seek Him. And that's, what, that, that's been my um, main message to, to, to individuals, is to wait on the Lord. Be still and wait on Him. And while you're waiting, praise Him. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. Thank Him for the things that He has already done. Now, last Sunday, I, I preached from Luke uh, 17 about the uh, lepers. And I said, oftentimes, oftentimes we are seeking God's face. We're asking God to do this. God, God, God wash this, this, this pandemic away. Uh, keep us, bless us. Uh, heal, my, heal my daughter, heal my sister. Uh, comfort, comfort the family. We, we're asking him to do all of these things for us. But yet we fail to go back and to thank him for what he's already done. So I say, and, and while we're waiting, while we're in this holding pattern, get, get on your knees in, in your closet, wherever it might be, uh, in the kitchen, your bedroom, your, your dining room, living room, and just praise God and give him glory for what he's already done in your life, in the life of your family. You know, one of the things that we can praise God for is the fact that our seniors have already weathered so many storms. That's it. Um, so many situations, so many dilemmas, so many pandemics yes. that were different from this one. And so they are the perfect example for us to let us know that if they survived that, Jim Crow, uh, Spanish flu, civil rights movement, whatever the case may be, then we can survive what we're facing Amen. now. Praise God. And e even World War One, World War II, the that's Depression. Right. Exactly. We, we have members that's affiliated with First Baptist Church that, that experience the Depression, and they learned how to, to exist and how to, to use those things that were available to them. So th this is nothing new to them, but, but now uh, it's somewhat... Uh, frightening to the point because they, they feel somewhat disconnected and isolated. Many of our seniors live alone and, and they don't have these technological skills, so they can't get on Facebook, they can't, you know, go to the internet and get information and what have you. That's why it's incumbent upon us to make sure their needs are met. It's ironic you say that. We don't practice as you can see because we started over. We don't practice for uh, this episode, these episodes. But it's ironic felt that you say that because I have a colleague at the funeral home that is now retired from the funeral home. And he has caretakers come in to see him. I don't know how many days, but they come in on Mondays, I know. And the first thing he says to them when they come in is, I want to see my boy Palmer preach. Amen. 
And so what they do is they pull out their iPad or phone or tablet, and he sits there, and he watches me preach and preach. listen to me preach. And what from what I'm gathering from his caretakers, that's what he wants to do. Every morning when they get in, she can't put her pocketbook down <laughs> quick enough Amen. for him. Amen. He wants to hear the word. And so I said that because so many times you in Facebook land, who are not seniors, who are watching tonight, you can be the catalyst that goes into those seniors' lives and shows and shares with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. They may not can handle an iPad. They may not have a good internet reception. But when you're sharing and fellowshipping with them, you can share the knowledge you have and allow them to still be a part of someone's worship service. And so that's awesome that you say that because we didn't even plan to even bring that up. Um, I want to talk about the church because I know, like yourself, being raised in church all your life, I being in the church now pastoring uh, the Lord's church, I know we both miss being in our, in our churches, yes. being able to fellowship with our members. Uh, I take great pride every Sunday after service just walking around, talking and fellowshipping and, and just having a good time. Uh, with all of my members, what do you think it's going to be like when we get back in church? I think it's going to be a Holy Ghost fire. I, I really do. I think people are going to be so excited about getting back into the physical plant until they're just going to worship God like crazy. That, that's what I anticipate. And, and we're preparing for Pentecost this Sunday. And, 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 and I'm expecting some Holy Ghost fire to tongues to, to, to sit, sit even on us on Sunday. But I, I think people are, are anxious, but at the same time, uh, they know that they, there are certain metrics that we have to observe in order to, to, to be safe during this pandemic. So they're not rushing to get back into the physical plant. And one thing that I share with them, you, you're, 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 the, you're the vessel and, and God has put his treasure in you. We, we are the church, you know, we, we are the spiritual church of God and, and he, resides in us so we don't need a physical plant to worship him and to honor him and to give him glory yeah. just just know that the holy ghost fire is within you yeah yeah and you know in saying that all churches need to begin making preparations for re-entry yes i don't use the word reopening because the church has never, never been, been closed. closed amen the physical building may not be accessible, accessible. to the congregation but the church that resides in us, us. has never been, been closed. closed. And it would behoove us as pastors, as church leaders, to begin looking at some strategies on how we're going to re-enter and go back to worshiping and working within the confines of our churches. Uh, how do you, has Cape Charles changed? Felton, since we, you we know one started. thing for certain that will change is, is the social interactions. As you know, an integral part of the worship experience at First Baptist Church, Cape Charles, is meet and greet. And, and people love it. Yeah, they, they love that where they're able to get up and, and say hi and give hugs and kisses and what have you. We, we're not going to be able to do that because we're still going to have to observe some social distancing even when we come back into the physical plant. So, so that's going to be a change there. And, and, and another thing that I anticipate too, uh, Moderator Bunton, is that we're going to have individuals that's going to come into the church 
that's never been in the church. And we have to be receptive and, and, and individuals will have to realize that, that our walk is progressive. And we didn't come in church knowing everything about the Lord. And so we're gonna to have to have open minds, open hearts and receive those individuals that are gonna to come to the church. I, I, I anticipate this is, this is the revival and the Lord is allowing us now as pastors, as leaders, as preachers to prepare ourselves to receive those people that, that's gonna come into his vineyard. I've noticed even with outdoor worship, how we are seeing persons that were not normally attendees of Ebenezer, but they come regularly, and the online presence oh, yes. has been awesome. I thank you all for joining into all of our worships. Um, your presence online makes makes all of the difference. I I enjoy Sunday nights going back, looking at the worship, seeing the comments, watching yes. uh, how much the people of God enjoyed uh, watching the service online. And so it's a blessing because, Felton, you know like I do, when we started out in these churches uh, 17 and 18 years ago, we weren't privy to online worship. No, we were not. I had a radio. Sure, Mike, now, one of the top lines. Yes. Sure, Mike's. I had a radio shack. Mike, yes, yes. And the Diggins bought Thanks me a, the they went out and bought me a radio shack cordless mic, and I thought I was in heaven. heaven. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and we was recording uh, services on VCR tape. Amen. Praise God. You know, First Baptist still has one under the pulpit. <laughs> recording on, on VCR tape, and uh, people were buying those tapes for like six or seven dollars. And now the Lord has progressed us to a point where you don't even hardly have to record. Amen. People Praise can God. just pull it up anytime, day anytime. or night, and and watch it. Um, I want to say this to our seniors, and I'm going to give Pastor Sessom's opportunity to to give some remarks again, closing remarks. But we want you all to know that we love you. Yes. And yes. that we are making preparations for reentry. And we want you to understand that we're going to do all in our power. And I don't think there's a church from Cape Charles to Pocomo that is not willing to do everything in their power to make sure you're safe, yes. secure, and comfortable. And we want you to relax and rest in that moment because so many times you get nervous or you get upset or you begin to wonder if the church still cares. cares. The church still cares about you. Yes. God still cares about you. Your pastors still care about you. You are an integral part of yes. our churches and we want you to never forget that. Yes. To never ever forget that. Pastor Sessons, what would you like to say to our seniors or to the caretakers of our seniors so they could share it with them tonight. Uh, again, thank you, Moderator Bunting, for, for inviting me and, and allowing me to be a, a part of this podcast. I, I'm enjoying myself. And uh, I just want to encourage the seniors and, and, to, and even all listeners this evening that even though we're in this pandemic season and it's somewhat unsettling, and uncertain, but I want you to know and remind you of one thing. God is still on the throne. He's still sovereign and he reigns forevermore. And his promises are yea and amen. 
and uh, to the glory of God through us. And he promised never to leave us, never to forsake us. He, he's always with us. Uh, he promised to hide us beneath his feathers, beneath his wings. He, he's keeping us. He's sustaining us. He's preserving us. And that's the message we need to get to our seniors. They are being kept. They are being sustained by the power and promises of God. He, he promised that we would have a, a future and a hope. I, I, I stand, and, and that's what keeps me steadfast, moderator, are the promises of God. And that's what I share with the people at First Baptist Church. But, 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 but God's promises, that's our covering. That, that's our armor, man. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what keeps us. And, and he's still in the, in the business of protecting his own. He, he's keeping his own. And we need to stay strong until the Lord's delivering power is fully exerted over this coronavirus outbreak. Just, just remain steadfast and watch God do what he does best. Uh, Moderator Bunton, it's incumbent upon us as pastors and as leaders of, of the respective churches to be aware and to address the needs of our seniors. Our seniors are the pillars of the church. Now, now, folk that know me know I love, I love my seniors. I love my, I love my young people. But seniors are special. I thank God for the wisdom, for the knowledge, for the faithfulness. Even in this pandemic season, the seniors are being faithful. Pastor, I need my tie card. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we can count on them. And when we have those moments, guess who comes to our rescue? Our seniors. They, they, they lift us up. They pray for us. They're calling, Pastor has you on the mind. I had one of my sisters from Virginia Beach even yesterday. Pastor just thought about you, wanted to pray for you. I, I know you're somewhat stressed and you're trying to look out for the flock, but, but you need to get some rest too. You need, like you tell us, you need to be still too. But, but I thank God for, 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 for their care and their concern. Uh, like I say, seniors are faithful. You get two feet of snow, your seniors gonna be there while the rest of the people are gonna be home in the comfort of the, of the houses. You know, I, I can share what you're saying and I can ditto what you're saying because I'm grateful that Ebenezer has seniors who have a wonderful relationship with the young, young adults. Yes. It's nothing for us before COVID-19, of course, to have had um, fellowships on Halloween night. And I know some of you holy people like that <laughs> probably don't want to hear that. But we come in here on Halloween night and we enjoy ourselves. Uh, and it would be nothing to see the seniors at Ebenezer and the young adults playing games together, playing bingo together, laughing and, and fellowshipping. And that's how it is on Sunday morning. Our seasoned saints and our young adults gel well together on Sunday morning. And so I give God praise and I thank God for this house uh, and Pastor Sessom's house where those two groups can mesh together yes. and do kingdom work together. And so we thank God for that. Uh, Pastor Sessoms, our world is in an uproar. It is. And we, even talking about our seniors, we can still gather wisdom from them even in this hour. Even in this moment. Even yes. in this moment yes. of tragedy, of brutality, our seniors' wisdom still rings out and rings loud. Uh, Pastor Sessoms, thank you. For your friendship, thank, thank you, you for, for yours as well, uh, sir. continued sisterhood with these two churches. Um, we give God praise for both of them, and we thank God for the likes of R. W. Wilson, who allowed, oh, yes. uh, who the people allowed him, and God allowed him 
to set these two churches up in such a way that I don't know about Felton, but I can say that I've had a fairly decent tenure. Yes. And uh, if it was any rough turbulence, I probably caused it myself. <laughs> but uh, we thank God for him because he was a predecessor that set things up in a, most, in a way where when we came into our churches, all we really had to do was just continue to build from what he had established. And so we thank God for that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we trust and pray that you've been blessed. We're going to close out in prayer. And uh, we want you to join us on next week. I think it's the 4th, right, Dominic? June the 4th? He doesn't know. No, it's, it's, I think it's June the 4th. And we're going, we're, we'll switch up the date next week due to a prior engagement. Uh, June the 4th, we will meet and Ebenezer Talks will come together and talk about COVID-19 and the issue on millennials. Now, I want to share this with you before we pray that this is going to continue. Next week will be our last episode dealing with the coronavirus. We're going to talk about it, as I forestated, uh, concerning young adults, concerning millennials, and the finances of millennials and finances in general. And then as we progress into June, each month we're going to have a segment on something to empower you, to bless you, to give you encouragement every week through this way. So we thank you. We pray God's blessings upon you. Thank you, Dominique, for hitting the record button. Thank you, Appreciate sir. you. I have one, yes. one other thing I'd like to share with, with our listeners, uh, Moderator Bunting, um, that there's an entity called the Shore Delivery Corps. Uh, they are instrumental in addressing some of the physical needs of our seniors, such as toilet tissue and paper towels. Uh, seniors must be 65 or older, have underlying health issues, uh, or they're being quarantined. Uh, the Corps will even assist seniors in picking up prescriptions uh, from the pharmacies or groceries from Food Line or Walmart. And if seniors lack monies, they, they, they will even purchase groceries for, for our seniors. And um, they would even assist them in getting foods from the, from the food bank. And the contact number for the Corps is 1-757-801-9950. Again, that's 1-757-801-9957. Thank you. We're going to also get Dominique to put that on the church's website, that information as well, so that you can share that. Thank you, Pastor Sessom. Thank you, my You are Bunting. natural uh, <laughs> at this. You come right in and you are natural. Uh, I guess that's that Virginia State coming That's out that Virginia it. State. Go Trojans! <laughs> All right, let us look to the Lord. God, our Father, oh, we yes, give God. your name praise. We thank you tonight for yes, Pastor Sessoms and him blessing us with his wisdom. We thank you for First Baptist Church, Cape Charles thank and Ebenezer. God being sister churches, sharing for so many years the same yes, pastor, yes, and now having two separate pastors who are also friends. Yes. Now, God, continue to bless our bless community. Continue to cover and, and, and shower us with your grace and your mercy. Provide us, oh God, with all that we need. Bring this pandemic to a close. Yes, Father. But while you're bringing it to a close, give us wisdom from wisdom, it. God. Teach us lessons Teach from us, it. Teach us, God. 
draw us closer together as pastors, as churches, as people. Yes. Be with us, oh God, now and strengthen us. Strengthen us, God. Every listener, every person that's watching tonight, bless their home, their children, their neighbors, their family, wherever their family and friends may reside. Touch them, oh God, in a special way. The bereaved families, oh God, the children that are not in school, the black men yes, God. and boys oh, that are walking yes, the streets, yes. that are playing in their neighborhoods because school is out. Mm. Hover around them. Please, God. Give them a, a covering against this police brutality. Yes, my God. We know, oh God, that every policeman is not bad, but we want you now, God, to begin to flesh out those common low-down ones. Move mm. them, oh God, out of yes, the system God. so that this system will still uh, be what you created and designed it to be. Bless our mothers Bless and our God. fathers yes. that they may lead their sons and daughters yes. in a manner that's first pleasing unto thee and teach them, oh God, to protect themselves and to respect those in authority. Bless us now Bless and us keep God. us, oh God. In the name of in Jesus name Christ, of Jesus. we pray. Amen. Amen. Peace. Good night. God bless.